Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. We are back here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio, as well as iHeartRadio and, of course, Spotify. And uh, this week's episode focuses on Ice Cubes, the Big Three or Big Three Basketball, and pretty much the maturity of it and the growth to being not only one of the more legit and unique leagues that are around in all of sports, but also a nice evolution in the way that we look at the structure in men's sports. I mean, just the signing alone of uh, Nancy Lieberman, who for a lot of people that may not understand or know, she is one of the best women's basketball players of all time. And uh, the stuff that she's done in the WNBA, mostly overseas, she has uh, proven again and again just uh, what women can do on the basketball court. Even as a coach, uh, she's coached at different levels in the WNBA. She's also coached in the uh, G League and uh, currently serves as an assistant with the Sacramento Kings. At the beginning of this summer, she uh, signed a contract to be the head coach of Team Power for the Big Three. And uh, she became the first woman to be to take a head coaching job in a, um, a professional sport from that usually, you know, just for men, like a, a men's professional sports team. And for her serving as a head coach was already groundbreaking. And just this past weekend, her and uh, Team Power picking up the big victory and uh, winning the actual Big Three championship made her a champion. Just like that in the first year, she won Coach of the Year and then won the big championship. So it was uh, such a huge thing because um, just being there covering the event and uh, just talking to a lot of t- different people there. Um, once again, a big shout out to everybody at the uh, Big Three and uh, just their open availability and uh, allowing the media to really just go there and speak to the different players and the coaches. And uh, now everyone understands that the Big Three has so many components from the NBA. Granted, it is only a three on three competition. There are uh, rosters filled of like six players and obviously only three can be on the court at the same time. But everybody there has some type of NBA experience. I think there's maybe one or two guys that are just like really good players that made the team off of open runs. But mostly it's become such a great like alumni type of uh, type of league. And the NBA, I feel like, has been a little warm to it. You know, you haven't heard many people from the NBA say we don't want any type of, uh, you know, connection to it. We don't want any type of situation that might be similar and and all these things you hear often on the uh, Fox Sports broadcast. How Oh, well, this player used to play for the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers or or, you know, so on. And you got players in there like uh, Glenn Big Baby Davis. Obviously, his time with the Boston Celtics, people remember. You also got uh, Chris Birdman Anderson, Birdman, 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 uh, winning a title with the Miami Heat. Most recently, I think he was with the Cleveland Cavaliers before tearing his ACL. And these guys were on the same team, winning a championship in the Big Three. And were acting as if they had just won the NBA title. The guys there were very close. It was a, a really, really close atmosphere. And it just seems like the league has the same mission. And, and it's rare where you see all the players be on the same page and just talk about what their journey has been and how they want to either get back in the league or they just want to have an alternative now that they're retired. 
I'm actually going to play so many of the different uh, interviews and uh, testimonials from some of the players and coaches. And I'm going to say some of the players like Glenn Big Baby Davis. His, his story is very emotional. I played a clip of uh, his uh, depression story on uh, my social media, whether you follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Ed Easton Jr. I gave a little clip of that uh, just to hear his whole take on it. Also, just the, the entire team and how they felt like rallying around Nancy Lieberman and how great a coach she is and how she deserves a real a real shot at maybe the NBA or some things along those lines. And just the management. When you talk about Clyde Drexler, who serves as the uh, as the, as basically the commissioner, and he was originally a coach of power. He made the transition over to running, helping run the league. Uh, Ice Cube has done such a great job, and uh, just the different components. So you know, I'm going to play um, some of the some of the words that were said by by uh, some of the uh, players that didn't even make the finals, and just how disgruntled they were. Gary Payton who is a Hall of Famer, as everyone knows, one of the greatest players to play the point guard position in in the NBA, is the head coach of one of the teams. And he spoke about just not only not being satisfied by winning the third place game, but just the growth of the big three and how the teams are so competitive. And and granted, like I said, it's three on threes, a lot of guys that are older that, you know, either touching 40 or over 40, like, you know, Mamou Abdul-Raouf, and he just recently hit the game winner in that that third place game. It just lets you know if you still have that jump shot, you still have that drive and that passion to win. These guys can continue to make a lot of noise, and I, I really love the fact that it, it makes people remember. Like, yeah, this guy was really good. And the other part has been the the rumors, the big rumor mill that always seems to surround a league like this. Kobe Bryant now is the latest rumor and gossip saying, oh, he was going to come out of retirement to play in the big three because he doesn't have to do that much. I mean, you know, that was circulating a while, around for about a good week until he killed those rumors completely on his own and said that he's just not coming back to play. That was that situation with Fair. Um, we also have the the possibility of certain players just being reached out to. It's, it's becoming like a recruiting process. And uh, Gary Payton touched on it. You're going to hear him um, go deeper into detail as well as Clyde Drexler. Uh, Manu Ginobili was a guy that they had on their radar. And it's so funny because he recently just officially announced his retirement. And, you know, they keep talking about how great a player he would be to fit in that type of mold. I agree. At, at 41 years old, it just makes sense for a guy like Manu Ginobili, who still, you can tell he wants to keep keep playing basketball. Why not do the big three? You know, it's half court. He's going to be able to just uh, have a, a lot of time off where he could go back home, be with his family, and then still come back and play a little. It just makes sense. Uh, I just see the players on there now, like Baron Davis, Nate Robinson. There's a good amount of talent there, and I can see it growing. I've heard Ice Cube say that he wants to grow it to probably twice the size it is now. There's about eight teams. He wants to go 16 teams, and have two games a week. So it, it just, well, two days a week of games, I should say. I, I like it. I, I think this is something that could really happen. And, you know, I was excited to just be a part of it and uh, in regards to just covering this championship game, which was well done. It was in Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And the players were into it. The coaching staff, like I said, management is really into it. I'm curious to see how it goes. And you know, there's always going to be that hip-hop feel to it. Obviously, Ice Cube being 
such a, a notorious um, person in hip hop in general, from what he did with N.W.A. to everything he's done in his own solo career, he performed to uh, start start the whole night off. He wanted to give everybody a chance to come in early. He put on a nice, quick, free show um, for all the fans coming in to see the championship game. You got to see Ice Cube perform, which is always a treat because, like I said, he is a legend in hip hop. And, you know, I do want to tie this in. It is the the anniversary of hip hop right now and uh, the birth of it. So it's just really cool how something that he started from just rapping and and just, you know, his his stuff that he's done with N.W.A. to what he's done in his own solo career to becoming such a great actor now, a great businessman, and to possibly put on a league that could be around for a very long time. I think Ice Cube's on to something here. I'm really excited about the future of the big three. And like I said, it was just a, a very different experience. So that's what today's episode is all about. Uh, I'm just going to give you all the interviews and all the... Uh, the panel discussions from that uh, infamous night as Power became the second champions of the Big Three. Uh, also, if you have any thoughts, anything you want to say, once again, at Ed Easton Jr. on Twitter, on Instagram, let me know what you think. If you feel like the Big Three does have a future and that the NBA should get fully involved in it, definitely let me know on that because I, I do want to get people's opinions on it and share it on the show. So uh, also, for those who maybe may have missed it or didn't catch it when it was on live, going to play some quick audio from the finals. And that was uh, the matchup with Power and Three's Company for the infamous Big Three Championship. We'll be right back. You listen to Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. Well, people didn't, understand, um, didn't know that they were going to get good players like we're doing. And these type of games right here uh, makes the league go even better. Um, if we keep moving forward and a lot of players who keep retiring and then they come right here and you still want to get good basketball, it's, it's a lot of these guys who can still play, game, play the game and they come and make a big the, the, the three. I think today's game showed why this league is going to make it. Think about what we went through. Uh, a lot of us was mad that we weren't in the championship. We should be in the championship, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We should. We had a bad game last week, and, and it showed. But that shows you how this this group can come back. We was out one of our, our, our better players and Reggie Evans, and then they have to play. These two had to play today, and you see that they had a good game. Yeah, Quintel has been struggling for the last three weeks. You know, Jamario is the same, but as I tell them all the time, you don't have to do one thing and think that you're going to be there. Jamario played defense and didn't score the basketball, but he helped us. He got a lot of steals. Then Quintel finally got his jump shot going, and then when you got a guy like this over here who can shoot the basketball the way he can shoot it, he's going to make shots for you to do it. They're tired. <laughs> so, but, you know, we wish this game could have came last week, and we wouldn't be here right now. We'd be out there playing, and we Probably put on a show for that too, but this league is going to get better and better if we keep getting basketball like this. If we keep showing shows like this and guys like 49 years old making jump shots and threes in people's face and doing it, and you looking at it on Fox Sports, then it is. And then, you know, for the game, and we're down like 47, 42, or something like that, or 43, and Quintel makes a big three and put us within one. 
Then we make another three, and then we go up two, and then they make two. Them are good games. So this league is going to just go grow and grow and grow. And like I said, I tell these all the time. If we continue to be professional and do the things we do, you know, anything can happen. You know, we will keep getting players, and we're going to keep getting fans. And, and this is going to be a game that they're going to play a lot on Fox Sports. This was a good game. And that's what they want to see. They want to see good basketball. You know, and I hope the championship game be the same way so that they understand this league is really for real. Who will be the 2018? You don't think that Corey Maggette is up to the challenge of trying to slow down Andre in the pitch Oh, the cat to baby. Here's Maggette. Fade away. Nothing but now. Oh, the crowd loves this. This one already getting physical. Tino Mobley right there in the center of it. He's yet to get cooking for Breeze Company. Look at that move by Andre Nimmin. He must have heard me. He's got six. Lead is three now. Here's Mobley. Thompson open for three. That's a shot you got to make if you're tomorrow. You're wide open. To the half. The cat. And power. Baby. Spins. And please goes up. Count it. Show your stuff, big boy! Tough hill to climb right here with this power team. Down 16. And this guy. This guy. Corey looks. Here's Andre Emmett. And to make this thing close. Here's Katino Mobley. For the check and the win! Yes! The cat! iHeartRadio now combines your favorite radio stations plus your on-demand music collection all in one app. iHeartRadio All Access now allows you to take your music collection offline to listen anywhere without a connection or using data. From the My Music Pivot, tap on a playlist you want to take offline. Toggle to offline. Indicators will fill in seconds, showing when your tracks and playlists are available offline. Radio plus unlimited music all in one app. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go fish! 
Dad. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. This thing also, the best coach is here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The best coach is here. Yeah. I'm going to say it again so y'all can clap because the best coach is here. The best coach. Yeah. I want to hear y'all clap for the best coach. The best coach. I'm not done saying that the best coach is here. Yeah. The best player. Somebody was looking for the MVP and they found him tonight. Yeah. 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 Somebody was looking for the MVP and found him tonight. Yeah. 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 I want I want to say something. I think first of all, man, we really appreciate everyone being here. What Cube and Jeff Kwanzaa and Amy Trash have done. Um, honestly, man, you know, I was messed up last week with two poor hamstrings. And um, you know, I just thank God for, for giving me the ability to, to play today. Um, I wasn't sure. Um, I, I talked to my teammates. I talked to Q and Big and Cat and Nancy about it. But man, you know, the man upstairs found a way for me to play. And I'm just really thankful. You know, I had a long road last year, tearing my Achilles. And man, it's, it's something sweet. You know, I was, I was just thinking about watching. I actually, I watched Birdman and uh, Big Baby's championship. You know, and I wanted to experience that. And so I'm very blessed. I'm very thankful for all these guys. You know, I have people that I've, I've been known forever. Quinn Richardson, I've known him since the fifth grade. And so for him to play on this team, we played against each other. We played, each, played with each other. I mean, I'm so thankful for Katino Mobley being my teammate for, I mean, how many years, a friend. Uh, 20 years. You know, even like for Birdman, I've been doing Birdman for, you know, it's been like 17 years, Bird. And, and I remember back when we worked out over in Vegas and, you know, just humble, very humble guy. And I'm just thankful for it. It's a big baby. For him, I mean, this guy should still be playing in the league. Yes. And, you know, he sacrificed that to be here. You know, our player Ryan Gomes went down with a calf injury. But Ryan was a total professional this entire time. All time. He stayed, here. stayed talking. And then Xavier, and more importantly, Xavier Silas. Uh, he's 32 years old. He should be in the league as well. And he's 30, 30, 30. Oh, my bad. I think he's two years. And he dressed like it, too. Yeah, but but, but he, he sacrificed this year because he's a guy that should be playing. And we're thankful for him to be humble enough to let us rock and let, let guys play. And still support the entire time. He was our assistant coach. Yes. Real support. And then, you know, I, I'm a friend with JYD. JYD has been a guy here who's been working us out. Uh, he's been one of the keys for, for the community and doing things for the big three. And we're very thankful for JYD being able to do that. Um, and then Nancy, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to see her. You know, as a woman coach, to be able to do it. And, and again, this, this, breaks, this breaks all genders, right? Where, you know, a man is supposed to coach men. Uh, but Nancy has done a phenomenal job, and you know, I'm, I'm just really thankful. Uh, start because these guys are really amazing. When I had the opportunity to be the coach of this team, I was blessed beyond recognition. And I have coached in the WNBA, I've coached in the NBA. 
in the NBA D League, and we have a cub reporter here named Baby. Okay. <laughs> Big Baby News. So, you know, I get a lot of credit from my my guys because they're kind and they're very loving. But let me tell you what, I'm gonna go down the line and. Corey Maggette, there's a reason why this man is the MVP. I have never seen anybody have such a professional routine in how he takes care of his body. The same with Katino Mobley. These guys, you know, they mentioned they've been friends for over 20 years. This, I believe, is the first championship they have won together. And this team is about friendships. It's about growth. It's about caring about one another. We talked about, you know, Corey knowing a Q since he was five or six, fifth grade. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. And then so many people have had a part in our success. You know, Birdman was our top draft pick. And we were sitting there at the draft, and I was with Catino and Corey, and they were locked in. They had already, you know, scoped out and knew how important Chris Anderson would be to us. Uh, as a player, as a professional, as a winner who has a ring with the Miami Heat. I mean, and he's signing with the NBA team. He needs to be on an NBA team. For a fact. Somewhere. So everybody has a part. You know, it's not just about the coach. It's about the coach allowing the players to have input. This is a this is a players' league, and you have to allow your players to express themselves. You know, when when Q got injured. You know, Ryan stepped in. When Ryan got injured, Xavier stepped in. And I will say this, um, one of the, the, the hardest things in this league is to tell somebody that they're not activated for a game. I actually, you know, I, I played this game. And to be able to say that to somebody, it, it's really a struggle for me. I'm not supposed to say that as a coach. But it was a struggle for me every week not to, to tell X, that he wasn't going to play. And the same thing with Ryan. And they took the pressure off of me because they were willing to put the team ahead of themselves. And then I want to I want to go back to Big Baby. This guy, I have watched him. I have called his games on Big TV. Big this Big is a, a young man that can be in the NBA in a year. He could be there. He's so talented. He's got, he, you know, he jokes around a lot. This guy's defensive presence, his IQ, how to play this game, is off the charts. Nobody Stick got with a bigger heart. Nobody got a bigger Stick heart. Stick with me. Yes. And, and then, you know, Catino is, has a willingness to, to give up glory, although he has a game-winning shot. Because he want, you know, he wants to be a great teammate to all of his teammates, and he's willing to sacrifice his individual numbers because he has been playing and wanting to win a championship. So when you have Drome, you know, he's doing clinics for the young three. He's the president of that. He's helping in community with children, and then he's here helping players and Ryan. And, and barking like my, my puppies do not do anything like him. I mean, this is a family. We love each other and we care about each other. And it's your turn. You know, um, I'm just very happy to to be in the presence of all you know this this group. Uh, last year, you know, it was it was a tough situation. 
uh, getting injured and banged up and finishing, you know, one or two possessions away from the finals. Uh, I told Corey McGetty, I said, you know, as long as I got you, I, I'm, I'm cool. We're going to the championship. And am I lying, Corey? Did I not say that? I said that. I said, as long as I got you, I'm okay. I said, and then, listen, when we got Birdman and they told us Baby was a captain and we picked Q and we got X and Ryan, <laughs> I mean, to me, I, I, there was no, yeah, we had some, some tight games, but that's just how, that's how it is. Sometimes you blow people out, sometimes you win by a buzzer beater, it's what it is, but the point is you win. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to be cocky, but when I came to the Clippers and I think in 05, there was a reporter who said to me, I looked at the roster first, and I was talking to Sam Cassell, and I was in Spain. And I was like, you know what, Sam, I'm going to go to the Clippers. I'm going to challenge myself more. You know what I'm saying? I said, I like their group. They got Corey McGinney, who averaged 20 in his sleep. They have Elton Brand, who's 20 and 10 in his sleep. I think if me and you go there, bro, I'm telling you, we go to the playoffs. They haven't been to the playoffs in 14 years. So, I mean, it was a laughing. They laughed, basically. So the reporter's like, why are you so, why are you so cocky and confident? I said, that's what you call me, cocky. I'm confident because I've been practicing my whole life. I understand. So I know if I sacrifice, I will be able to help these guys reach something they didn't reach, playoffs, have, getting a taste of something. And we went to the playoffs then. So, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's me, but I said I just want to be a part of something big. I've always been like that. I think I'm a selfless person, and I got selfless guys with me, and that's the reason why we won, because Q gives up his, his body, Baby gives up his body, X, Bird, Ryan, Jerome, I mean, Corey's just battling all types of injuries, and he's still going out there being an MVP that he is. You know, I mean, it's just, Coach is amazing. You know, she, she, she listen, she, our, our, when, we, when, we, when we drafted people, we drafted our character. We were all dogs. We were ready to fight. We were ready to fight, and we're not playing. This ain't no commercial, okay? We're for real. We're for real. We want every smoke you got, we want. So that's just what it is. And it's all respect. We will respect you like men. You respect us. You know what I'm saying? Like human beings, we respect you. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm just happy that we came out with this victory the way we did. And fighting and fighting and fighting to get to the finals. Because I told Corey, like I said before, I got you, bro. And I'm okay. I'm okay. And it ended up the way I wanted to. To be 2018 Big 3 champs. Uh, Man, uh, uh, you know, he played a great game, man. I love Drew Good, I love Drew Good, but I wanted to say I was dealing with depression before I accepted the contract that you got. Mentally. Because when I left the game, I left the game in a different phase. And you guys brought that back to me. I, uh, I've been going through a lot of crazy things lately that it's just not who I am. Cube, Clyde, they stood by me. They knew who I was as a person. And this team stood by me. In spite of what everybody said out there or what they think or what they might see. And I thank you guys for that. You're a family, bro. You know. And so it's been a long journey. You know, this it's been crazy for me.
and this big three organization, the camaraderie, the people, the love, it's a great thing. And I promote this lead. As long as I can play a damn basketball game, I will be in the big three. For sure. job putting everything together and being able to have the opportunity to be drafted by Team Power uh, even though nobody really knew what I was doing because I don't do social media <laughs> but um, uh, know it. but no it's, it's just been uh, an impressive uh, thing that what these guys have put together as far as uh, camaraderie with everybody the team the guys you know team dinners uh, Nancy Lieberman of course you can you know coach a uh, different gender or a bunch of you know men she's a mother i mean she had a she had a son and she had a son that turned into a man so why can't she be one of the, the ones to coach a man you know? she knows what the hell she's doing she knows this game and she obviously <clears throat> has accomplished that so you know just being a part of it team power in this championship in the big three it's been great, and I just want to say thank you to everybody, you know, appreciate it. Big heart. Big heart. Can we just close, um, and I, I think that we've all echoed this, we'd like to thank uh, Ice Cube, we'd Big like time. to thank Jeff, we'd like to thank Amy for, you know, creating this league. Each of us come from a different path and a different journey, but it brought us together. And together, we have the ability to change the world. We, we are the agents of change, matter of fact. And without this opportunity, we can't do what we do together. And we know we look different, and we know we are different, but our hearts and our minds, we love each other, we care about each other, and we give up for one another. We, we are going to be friends for life. Right. I love their children. So plan. to the big three, Thank you for giving us the opportunity to play, and then to this team, thank you for what you did to become a champion. Every man that and woman, including Jocelyn, uh, we're so grateful to you for just dedicating yourselves. You could be doing a lot of other things, uh, but you know, I, you keep giving me a lot of credit, but Clyde Drexler was the coach of this team a year ago, and the cupboards were full. So it's not like I started from scratch. I had some great men to coach and built on that. So Clyde, I don't know if you're here. Yes, Clyde. I just like to say, as far as Cube go, man, I was amazingly impressed. I didn't play last year in the league, but coming here this year and being a part of it, just seeing how he was on the ground floor pushing performing, being at, you know, early in the week, being at every station, TV station, going out to the young three, doing things with the kids. Cube was unbelievable. And Cube was full, 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 all the way in, more than I ever thought he would be. Performing, 
being in the community, doing things. I did events with him in Chicago, and um, I take my hat all the way off the queue. Cube is a great person to put him together. And just the way that he handled himself, the way he committed and put into it, I take my hat all the way off. He's been unbelievable, because I didn't think that he would, you know, I didn't know anything, but I didn't think he would be all the way in. Him, his wife, his family, he's been, they've been here all 10 weeks, and they've been 10 feet down, 10 toes down, all the way in. And, and pushing this thing. So, I mean, Q, major salute, and everybody that you, I know he go hard, bringing celebrities out to come, and um, just thank you to Q for creating this for the guys, because we really appreciate it. I haven't, since high school, I haven't won a championship, so this, for me, this is this is huge, and I'm going to savor it and live it up like this is a ring. I know it's an NBA ring, I know it's that, but... For us, for us players, we take this so serious. Like we are, I've never stopped thinking that I was a winner. I won in college. I mean, I won in high school, and this is my first championship since then. No, no, we won. We, me and Corey, won 15 in other nationals. AU, we kicked everybody but two. We won a national. I haven't won a championship since high school. I won state, national, but. This is this means something. Don't ever think that, that the people that play in the big three don't take this seriously and it don't mean anything. Yeah. We take it seriously, all of us as players, and it means something. It really does. This is a league that ain't going nowhere, and we all take it seriously. Everybody cares. Everybody works hard to be ready to play, and this is here to stay. And we all, everybody is taking care of themselves to, to really come out and be their best and put a good product out there. Thank you so much, Pop. I'm Paul George. When I was six, I had one thing on my mind. When I was six, my days were spent playing basketball every chance I could. When I was six, my dream was to make it to the NBA. When I was six, my mom had a stroke. So I want you to learn the signs of a stroke fast. F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. I'm Paul George. Protect the ones you love. Spot a stroke F-A-S-T. Fast. Life is why. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Thank you all for being here. You know, it's been a great year for the Big Three. Co-founders Jeff Parkins, Ice Cube. What a great vision the Big Three has been for so many people. Our fans love the game. The players love to play in the game, and it doesn't get any better, right? You see how much fun and passion these guys play with? It is so much fun to watch. So professional three-on-three -three basketball is here to stay. It's an Olympic sport, and the big three is leading the way. Now, I'll talk to you a little bit about the people who make it work behind the scenes. You may not know about them. I'll go with Jeff Quantinitz first. I mean, excuse me, Amy Trask first. Amy is our chairman of the board. She makes everything happen behind the scenes. Uh, Q is phenomenal day to day, but these guys also put in 18, 20-hour days as well. And so I think it's important to hear from them because their contributions are what make the Big Three so successful. And I'm honored and extremely grateful 
to work with two such esteemed individuals. Jeff, one of the greatest entertainment lawyers in the business, uh, co-founder of the Big Three, Harvard, Harvard, Northwestern Harvard Law. Does it get any better? You're talking about our executive team. It's kind of like a dream team. Amy Trask, CEO of the Oakland Raiders for how many years? A lot. 30 years. <laughs> and so Mark Garagos. 12. <laughs> Mark Garagos is not here, but our executive team is as good as any executive team in any sport. And I'll pass the mic on to these two because they don't, you may not know a lot about them, but they are what makes the big three so special. Thank you. I will tell you a very special moment, and then I'll turn it over to Jeff. When we discussed hiring Nancy Lieberman, I was in a room with Jeff Quantinitz, Ice Cube, and Clive. And at no point whatsoever was her gender raised. And you all heard me teasing and saying, wow, they're letting women in sports now. Huh, go figure. I started my career in 1982, roughly, 82-83. And as I said, I was 12. And to sit in a room with Ice Cube, with Jeff, with Clyde, and come in. And Nancy Lieberman, Lieberman's name was floated as a head coach. Not one of those men referenced her gender. And Clyde contacted Corey Yeti and Katina Mobley. And her gender was never referenced. It's not an issue. This is a league where our co-founders and co-CEOs, Jeff Quantinitz and Ice Cube, hire without regard to race gender, ethnicity, religion, or any other individuality which has no bearing whatsoever on whether someone can do a job. And in that regard, they are running a business the way everyone in this country should run a business. So with that, Jeff, I turn it over to you. It is my great fortune to again work with men like you and Cube and Clyde, as I did with Al Davis, who don't give a damn whether we're women, men, about our race, our, our ethnicity, our religion. They just care whether we can get a job done. It's, it's so funny because I grew up a Raider fan. So I knew Amy before. I, I guess it was a stalker of sorts. Um, I've, I've actually known Amy 25 years. And Ice Cube has known Amy that long. And Ice Cube and I have worked together for 23 or so years. Um, and it's been an incredible journey. Um, Clyde Drexler is the happiest guy in the world. I say it all the time because, I mean, look at him. This is how he always is. No matter what's going on, good, bad, he's just like, man, it's all going to be good. It's all going to be good. And uh, I don't always think that. <laughs> but he's always right. Um, so I just, you know, hearing, uh, hearing Big Baby, like, talk from the heart, and, um, you know, Corey, I got to spend a lot of time talking to him, and, you know, when, when he got injured that, you know, that first game, you know, he didn't quit on the league. He came out, he, 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 he helped us do a lot of things on the PR side, and he said, I'm I'm gonna get better. That's not an easy injury to come back from. And he really came back. And uh, and then you know you look at guys like Amari Stoudemire, you know, who uh, I'm friends with. And uh, he dissed me here one. <laughs> um, 
But he came, you know, and, and, and he was unbelievable tonight. And, you know, I know there's some NBA teams talking to him, and he, you know, he's got the fever again. And, 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 and that, it's just a great thing, because I, I love the guy. And seeing, and seeing that excitement, and then seeing a guy like Mahmoud, who, I mean, wow. that performance tonight was insane. And, 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 I mean, look at this guy's trajectory, you know? He's the first guy, you know, to, to take a knee or bow his head for the anthem, and, and he paid the price for it. But he never gave up on on his passion. I mean, that, that's that's kind of cool. It's a great story because they could not beat him. They could not beat him. So, I mean, we saw some amazing basketball. Um, but I'm really proud, you know, of, of what we're doing. I think this league is about. You know, I come from talent management, Ice Cube obviously, you know, is as authentic as anyone alive. Um, there's a reason why Amy, you know, was with Al Davis, who would be disgusted if he saw what was going on in the NFL today. I mean, maybe you feel different, but the Al, the Al that I grew up revering from age seven and on, you know, I mean, he, he, he's the owl that gave players a second chance, you know. He gave executives a second chance, too. He believed in people, he made, and he helped them believe in themselves. And then they had to take it from there, but, but he, he, he gave them that shot. Um, and, and, you know, the, the, the league has just been so benefited by Clyde. The, the respect everywhere in the world. You know, we traveled to China together, and he's just as popular there as here, you know. Um, and, and it's so much work, but um, it, 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 it's really worth it. Because I think that, uh, I think players, you know, need to be more empowered. I think we're in a time where people, you know, identity politics, and everyone's screaming and yelling at each other, and it's so good, you know, sports is just such a great way for people to, to come together. Um, and, and, and how ironic, you know, like anyone who thought it was like a stunt, like getting Nancy, she won, you know? It's like, it's, I mean, we, we, were, we were lucky that they, that Clyde knew her and that she came to a game last year that Rick Barry brought her to a game because, you know, she was saying, thank you for giving us a chance. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you belonged here. Thank you for giving us the chance. Because if she hadn't come to that game, she probably wouldn't have, she probably wouldn't have accepted it and known. But she saw it was cool and believed in it, and, and, and she brought it. Um, so I'm just really proud of it. You know, I've, I've always been proud to, to work with Cube. He's, he's truly, he's truly authentic. And 
heard the guys talk about there is no half-assed thing with him so I remember you know we talked about we worked on this thing for a year every day screaming at each other yelling rules this that oh, there's so many if I told you some of the crazy ideas and things the way things came around but there was that moment where <laughs> you know, and it, it was, we burned the ships, and he said, fuck yeah, let's burn the ships. And I knew that meant what those guys were talking about, and I knew that meant 24-7, um, because he only does things one way, you know, he doesn't put his name on anything that he doesn't believe in, doesn't know he's going to give a thousand percent. Then if it fails, then it fails, you know? You take chances, but nothing that guy will ever do um, will fail because he didn't give his 100%. And, and that's why I love him. That's why we're together so long. That's why I'm with these people. Um, it's a dream come true. That's what I want to say. And I want to make it very clear, I didn't turn it around because it's a beer bottle. Earlier today, the big three rang the closing bell on NASDAQ. We are a business phenom now, and I don't think that this beer brand should get free signage. So I simply turned it around so its logo would not be facing you. Because until they want to pay us, and that would be my business background. Thank you guys all for supporting. You know, please, you know, that we really appreciate it. It's not all good, you know. Sometimes we deserve to have our face slapped. Sometimes we deserve kudos. But either way, we, we, we deserve the attention because we work hard and the players really work hard. They really, really care. Well, we're going to do everything short of stalking Manu. <laughs> he, he's a perfect victory player. He can handle it off the dribble. He's a good two-way player, and he plays with passion. That's what the big three is all about. Guys who still love the game, who can get it done, and because now it's half court, and you get a week between games, these guys can still be who they are. And so the big three is made for Manu, and we're going to try to get his teammate, Tim Duncan, as well, as well as Kobe and anyone else that we think would, would be a great fit to help these teams win in the big three. I mean, I think the, you know, the difference between year one and two was, you know, look, it's the most played sport in the world. I say that all the time. But when you bring professionals who have huge, you know, um, basketball IQ, whether it's coaches like Nancy, you know, or, or, or Cooper, um, or these players, the game evolves. And the game will get better because people will learn how it is a different game than 5 on 5 basketball. Um, and look, 3 and 3 is popular everywhere in the world. So, you know, we want to bring what, you know, what we do to a lot of places in the world and you know, we just want, we, we want to keep getting better.
So, but we'll figure all that out starting Monday. Because <laughs> I'll be sleeping until then. You know, we're not. We're honestly not focused on on, on like on, on on the specific thing. There's, you know, the thing that makes Big Three special is is player empowerment, players feeling good, the camaraderie, and the speed, the quickness. There's a there's a there's a change going on in professional sports. You know where, you know, our audience is young. Our audience is younger than the NBA and the NFL, um, especially Major League Baseball, by a lot, you know, by a generation, you know. And you would think, how did we get a younger, I mean, I have people from the NFL ask me, you know, they cornered me on a plane, you know, and like, how are you getting 18 to 30 floors? Because we can't figure it out, you know. What are you doing? And... We're not going to tell them, <laughs> um, but, um, you know, that, that's, really the, that that's really what we want to keep doing. You know, we, we, we want to we give a product that will support that, that, that kids and that and next generation love. And listen, 70, 80 year old guys love it too. You know, women love it too. You know, but our audience is very young. It's very diverse, uh, much more diverse than the other leagues. Um, we're in a lot of countries. People watch hundreds of millions of our highlights. Excuse me. Um, we're, we're broadcasting 47 countries around the world in addition to this. But I think that's an important fact. Yeah, people watch. You know, our, our TiVo numbers are way higher than than, than most sports. Our repeats are watched. Um, much higher, and it's because people want to see passion. You know, the example I use is like I grew up. I love the band The Police, but when they got back together, everyone knew they hated each other. They were just doing a cash grab, and so I didn't go. Like you were a policeman, why you go? Why do I want to go see people and not have fun? It's like why, frankly, why I gave up my next tickets. I had, I had so much fun on, on the sideline. I had courtside Knicks tickets for eight years, four of them. It was a time of my life. But uh, after the Oakley thing and what they did to Mello, and you know, I, I don't want to watch guys not have fun. Like, that was the coolest thing about Golden State. Before they were Golden State, the dominant. Like, when they first started up, they, they were like, Man, you guys are having fun. And whether it's music, you know, whether it's sports, whether it's other types of entertainment, you know, what we saw today with these teams and really giving it, they're having fun. And that's what young people want to see. They want to see that people are doing things that they believe in. You know, I mean, some things people get paid well for, some things they don't. But... Hopefully, either way, they're doing it because they believe in it. And uh, that is the most important thing. And, and, and that's what we want to embody. So. Last question? Well, first of all, it's good to talk to y'all in person. Jeff Hart did his work in his book. It's actually a question for Clyde. How hard was 
hey, you, we're going to sign him up. Before you answer that, I don't know if you were in the room when Nancy explained that you yeah. had a full cover okay. turned over. Yeah, Nancy is yeah. too kind. Nancy did a phenomenal job. Uh, her, her ability to get guys to come together is unprecedented. What do you call it? The basketball whisperer. Whether you or Q, you call it a basketball whisperer. Because she can get guys to believe in themselves, come together, play as a team, and they usually win. Nancy has got what it takes. She's got, she's got that magic it. You know, she has it. And don't you just love that by the time they landed, they already had the game tape with the X's and O's? Sorry, my analogy. I mean, don't you, she, she works hard, constantly. <laughs> Nancy, when she got the job, she called me the very next day. She wanted a tape of all of last year's game. <laughs> That's typical Nancy, right? And a whole lot of other stuff. So that lets you know how much work she puts into her craft. And there's no surprise when she's very successful. She works her butt off. And the other coaches work as well. But I knew Nancy was a competitor, and she'd come in take the ball and, and just take off running with it. Now, Corey Maggette is the captain of power. He is the guy that chose Glenn Big Baby Davis on the recommendation <laughs> of, of the guy to my left, right? Yeah, and so Chris Anderson, Corey Maggette drafted Chris Birdman Anderson. He picked up Ryan Gomes, who was injured, but a very good player. Quentin Richardson, those are guys, those are some great pickups. Xavier Silas. And then Catino Mobley was phenomenal last year. He was the only guy on that team that I coached. <laughs> so it's a team unfamiliar to me. You know, Corey McGetty was injured in game one. And so to see him come back and win the MVP lets you know how good he would have been last season. But Nancy, it's all Nancy. It's all Corey McGetty. And I am not going to take any of that credit because it's not fair. Those guys, Nancy is phenomenal. Uh, you know, to say that she is probably the most prepared coach I've ever been around is an understatement, right? And then Corey McGetty, in terms of class, the way he can, can the way he conducts himself he as a right. team captain, he is nothing but a class individual. And so to see him win the MVP and to come out and have a, a, a healthy season, especially after recovering from an Achilles heel, injury last season was, was just phenomenal. And so to see them win gave me great pleasure, but they deserved it. They were the number one seed. They beat the best teams all season long. And whenever power played every single weekend, they were always the toast of the big three. Three's company was right there with them. And so was the three-headed monsters. But when you are the toast of the league and everyone's after you week after week, you know, I have to tip my hat to them. For, for, for just remaining professional, continuing to compete, keep their head down until they actually won the championship. So kudos to Team Power. I just want to say one thing about the, the classiness of Corey. You know, he got hurt last year, like I said, and, and, and I had neck surgery last year. Um, and he was the first guy to call me. He called me every day. And he's like, he's hurt, you know, and he's going through his regimen, but he's calling me and encouraging me, and like, and it wasn't like, you know, he didn't need to kiss my ass or anything. 
You know, he, the guy cares. He's a good human. I'm really, I'm really happy for him. He's a good human being. Lastly, I'd like to say one more thing about Corey McGetty. Last year in game one, he went down, he had 15 points in the first half. And we were up at half. He came out in the second half and he pulled his Achilles, right? Tore it. Two days later, he sent me a video of him with one leg on like a little slide thing. The, the affected leg was up and he was pushing his thing with one leg like a scooter. Said he's getting ready for next season. If that doesn't tell you a lot about Corey McGetty, nothing will. And for about the next six days, he showed me his progression. <laughs> I mean, the guy is incredible. But that's why that team is, is, is a champion, because they actually put in the work. They take care of themselves. They are the ultimate professionals. I want to take the time to thank Jeff Quantinitz, Amy Trask, and Clyde Drexler for their thoughts at the end. Uh, they gave us a separate basically a separate press conference and just talking about the state of the big three. This was immediately right after the championship press conference. They were nice enough just to explain the future of the league and give their thoughts. As you heard about Mono Ginobili being an option and just other players out there, everybody in the big three just for their support and for allowing us the access to just talk to everybody. And, and really it was just a, a nice um, send off for a season where they took a lot of great strides and they hope to do more things in the future. So we're going to see what happens with the big three. We, you know, the Olympics is something that Clyde Drexler brought up. It is a big event in the Olympics. This could be something that could translate over to that. We shall see. So it is a process just like this show. And I want to thank everybody once again for tuning in and continue tuning in as we are very close to 100. I got something special for episode 100. So Please keep tuning in for it. Once again, sportssocialpod.com at Ed Easton Jr. on social media. Just let me know what you think. Until next time, this is Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio.